हेलो एंड वेलकम टू हिट द रोड दिस इज योर होस्ट रोहन टकार एंड आई हैव विद मी समवन वेरी स्पेशल यू माइट हैव आइडेंटिफाइड फ्रॉम द टाइटल इटसेल्फ ही इज नदर देन नवीन जॉन वेलकम टू द शो नवीन वंस अगेन इट्स सो ग्रेट टू हैव यू थैंक्स रोहन इट्स गुड टू बी बैक इट्स फील्स लाइक अ ईयर अगो दैट वी टॉक्ड बट इट्स प्रोबब्ली बीन लेस देन दैट yeah as the year ends by actually it's it feels like a year that went by uh, but we spoke uh, we spoke a few months back as the rains had started coming in we spoke about uh, what should one do to take care of themselves during the rains but uh, other than that it's been an eventful year for you as well and for the podcast as well as we interviewed so many people so many diverse people so many diverse topics that we spoke about throughout these 20 to 23 episodes that there's a lot for the audience as well but coming to you uh you were in belgium few months back training really hard in with your race legs so how's been the year for you yeah so yeah since we last talked i guess we spoke about the asian championships uh which happened in april this year and then we caught up a little bit before the monsoons talk about how people can um you know train through that uh and right after that i uh got a bit of training into my legs um and uh, headed on a plane to belgium like i do and this is my fourth time back in belgium and uh belgium is a place that i go to it's not so much a vacation it it might sound like it to some people <laughs> but it's it's for me personally it's one of the physically mentally emotionally financially yeah. one of the most challenging parts of my season it's yeah, uh, really, really. It's, it's a it's a draining two months yeah. but it's something that i do so that it sets it sets up the rest of my year in terms of my training in right. terms of my physical preparation mm. um and i was as i was talking to you earlier i mean uh, this year i kind of went to belgium 2 months later than i normally do um mm-hmm. i normally go there in the june july august time frame but i ha- went there in august september this year and the reason for that was a twofold i wanted to use belgium as a springboard to uh, uh indian nationals which happens yeah. in november but i also wanted to use it as preparation for the asian championships which are happening in march of next year you know and mm. and the thing about cycling and and training at this trying to compete at the elite level is you really have to do your work well ahead of time there's no cramming in the training a month or two before mm. the asian championships mm. and expecting expecting to compete with the best in asia you know um because those guys are doing uh, you know european racing calendars yes. and asian racing calendars for the entire year um so uh, to kind of sum up belgium for me uh it's my the first time that i've been uh, in belgium where you know um i actually was part of the racing in every previous year the first year it was uh, it was a survival mode there was you trying to finish the races was a big challenge yes. in my second year um uh, you know just finishing in the peloton was a big challenge um mm-hmm. in the third year um finishing occasionally you know i had my best uh, i okay. had a podium in my mm. third year i went to belgium and uh, but besides that all the other races was just kind of you know making moves off the front right. but not really being mm-hmm. in the front with the best guys but mm-hmm. this year was that first year where you know that year to year progression uh, idea of sport yes. really kind of, um kind of uh, manifested itself and um my first four five races i was in the winning break uh, of every race that i started you know Wonderful. um the lesson that i took away from belgium this year is that 
um you know people uh, a lot of indian cyclists really question whether we are uh, capable of competing at this this mm-hmm. this high level you know the highest level of our yes, sport and yes. personally i never looked at that question as something that was relevant um mm-hmm. what i always saw as being re- uh, uh, relevant to sport is consistency of training and uh, um you know progression will happen as long as you are consistent and i think this year really was um a lesson to myself that that belief that i had is true you know Wonderful. you keep riding keep training and the results show up and i had yes, my best yes. result in a kermes in belgium this trip it was a sixth place in uh, uh a really old kind of race that no one has heard of but <laughs> again it's one of those things you know uh, sixth in the danny yonkerher memorial and it was in the middle of my belgian trip um right. So yeah it was a great validation of kind of that you know that progression and consistency in training produces results and the results are seen now again tt champion of south asian tt champion amazing congratulations once again by the way for being the number one in tt in south asian yeah. games we will come to south asian games that happened last weekend but before that let's just do a quick recap of the nationals indian national championship that took place Three weeks ago, not that long, <laughs> but yes. So, how was it? How was your experience with the Nats this year? It, it was good. I mean, it's good because when you walk away from uh, an event that you've focused on, that is the central focus of your year. Yes. Uh, um, every year, you know, it's been the central focus of my year for the past six years. Mm-hmm. Um, been the focus, not so much because I have this hunger to win more national titles and collect more national titles, but um, the thing is um a national medal especially in the time trial makes mm-hmm. me, uh, or makes anyone the first selection to uh the indian national team you know so right. uh, if you are the national champion in the time trial and the road race uh, you don't have to jump through hoops in terms of selection trials when mm. india sends a team to the south asian games or the asian yes. championships or if the world championships ever happens you know you are the de facto first person first rider who's on the selection list you know every right. other rider has to fight for uh you know their spot uh has to uh, travel to selection trials um, right the big thing has to carry the mental um burden of uh, right. the uncertainty uncertainty yes so for me you know winning national titles is great and it's uh, but really for me it's a means to an end to be the first guy on the roster for any international representation uh, back to this nationals in particular you know i uh, i lost last year i was second um, mm-hmm. and the moment i was second i realized you know there was a whole bunch of things that i didn't do right and okay. so i made sure that this year uh, all of those had a you know clear kind of slash through it you know so right. i i don't repeat those mistakes and really to sum it up the 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 nature of the the mistakes that i made were all you know were all human and there's only yes. so many things you can focus on last year i was running a team a little bit i was babysitting the athletes that mm-hmm. i was coaching and uh, i kind of forgot the basics you know and so this year i told myself you know what focus on your event because if this doesn't happen then nothing else happens you know right um and what's the point in committing to your sport um you know so fully if 
you don't achieve one of the biggest goals in your year, you know, right. uh, might as well not do it. Um, so I went in with that mentality and uh, training was great. It's the strongest I've ever been on a bike, um, you know, in my six years of riding at this mm-hmm. level. And everything was going well. And so a small kind of uh, anecdote about how sports performance is not yes. just about having the best legs. So the day before I was due to leave to the national championships, um, I got my last training ride in. You know, it was a four-hour ride and I got it done and mm-hmm. literally two, three kilometers from home. And um, I had one more sprint to do and I yeah. lost my sprint. And uh, within the snap of a finger, um, I found myself on the floor of, you know, Hyderabad Highway, you know, which is, oh. and I was just like, what just happened? You know, I was sprinting one second, going 50. You know, it's really strange that most of these happen when we are just about to end our ride. <laughs> Absolutely, right? It's that, it's, to some extent, it's a lapse of uh, that focus, you know, yes. let mind wander hmm. perhaps. And hmm. in that moment, you know, um, I, I went down, I hit the tarmac hard. Uh, my road bike was in pieces um, and, um, and you know, I was just thinking, okay, a year's worth of work, 25,000 mm. kilometers. I was looking at my um, arm that was bleeding, my, you know, cuts all, all over my body. I was sore already. And I was like, in two days, I've got to defend my national title, you know. Um, and to be honest, I didn't think I would be able to do it. You know, mm. um, but I picked myself up, went to the hospital, got, you know, got my wounds dressed and, uh, you know, told myself um, I was kind of happy that this happened because what it did for me was it sharpened my focus. I was so concerned mm. about doing well in the time trial and the road race. Mm-hmm. But as soon as my road bike was gone and as soon as I was in this situation where everything seemed like it was um, uh, at a loss, yes. uh, I told myself, you know what? There's only one thing that matters. Uh, 10 a.m. on Tuesday, 13th of November, for one hour, I need to go the hardest I've ever gone on the bike. And um, regardless of you know whatever, I had these these uh, this big gash on my elbow, which is where I rest my arms. I was like, how the hell am I going to you know manage to ride a time trial? You know, I can't even put, I can't even touch my elbow. You know. Uh, it was swollen but I told myself hey you know what it doesn't matter for an hour I can do it you know that's terrific it sets up the rest of my year so that's how important it is you know Um, and I went and and I did it and I pulled it off and um, it's the biggest margin of victory I've ever had in a time trial uh, time trial win almost uh, two minutes to second place and three to third you know and uh, that's huge yeah and I didn't even go Full, you know, I, I mm-hmm. because after the first lap, after 20 kilometers into the 40k time trial, I measured the gaps between my competitors on the road, just mental, mental mm-hmm. check. And I was like, hmm, I got this, you know, at that point, there's something about uh, the mentality, like, yes, you know, you've got it. It's like really hard to hurt yourself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, and there was no point to prove, you know, um, yes. there's no point in putting four minutes into your second place competitor. Mm. So it's a win, you know. So that was the time trial. Managed to pull it off. And uh, and uh, then my focus shifted to uh, the road race, which was the day after. In the road race, um, for me, it's always a challenge, especially the courses in India are really mm. non-challenging courses. They're always very yes, flat. flat. Um, and to be honest, out of a field of 80 to 90 guys, um, 
85 guys, the tactics of 85 or 89 of the guys is make sure that NJ doesn't get away, get away from the field. You know, because right. anyone, if anyone gives me a gap of 10 meters, I'm gone. You know, I, you won't, you won't see me again. Seconds. Yeah, you won't see me again. So, you know what? Uh, in the past, I used to be frustrated by by the kind of negative tactic. Nobody actually races Indian road nationals to win. Mm. They really need to make sure that um, the other I, yeah, that I'm not in a breakaway. That's that's mm. that's everyone's goal, to be honest. And if you ask, you know, 89 of the people, they will admit as much. Um, and so I've stopped being frustrated about it. And you know, I just typically try to race as hard as I can and mm. and try to make the racing. The, the the nice thing, well, for the other 89 guys in the road race, uh, because I am in the race, is that uh, it really opens up the race to the other 89 guys who are willing right. to... If there's one or two or three guys who are willing to just gamble and take a risk and be a little ballsy, uh, they can take advantage of the fact that 89 guys or 88 guys are looking at me hmm. uh, and kind of sneak away and and that's what happened this year it's happened in it's happened in couple past years also where you know we've had these accidental road race champions and uh, uh, so I, I was talking to the you know the current road race champ Pune who yes. is an athlete I uh, coached in 2017 uh, mm-hmm. to medal in the under 23 time trial and who has also asked me to work with him going forward so Pune mm. is a really strong rider, but um, he's just coming back from an injury. And the thing is, he wasn't able to, so we were talking about the race and he told me he wasn't able to, he was actually cramping in the road race. Is it? Uh, yeah, cramping completely. The reason was mm-hmm. just come back from an injury where um, yeah. they had to take out a titanium plate from his uh, femur because it was mm-hmm. fractured, recovered. They had right, to take right. out the titanium plate. And uh, he was still in that rehab phase. And so anytime he did any hard efforts, uh, he would cramp up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the race winning move in the road race actually happened when I attacked. I was brought back and Pune kind of floated off the front of the field and everyone Mm -hmm. looked. And they were like, who is this guy? We don't know (laughs) him. Let him let him float away, you know. And um, with 38 to go, Pune kind of just, you know, eased away from the field. And, um, you know, within about five kilometers, he opened up a little bit of a sustainable gap. Mm. And the the field, the railways and the services really thought this guy would not be able to hold it. But I knew Pune's strengths and uh, (laughs) I I knew he would be able to stick it. And to be honest, at the end of the day, I was quite happy that, you know, a guy like him won because he was probably one of the guys in the field whose tactic was not to see me lose, you know. So I was like, right. you know what, if there's one guy who wins today, I'm glad it's him, you know. <laughs> uh, right. uh, and, and he pulled it off in style. The last two, three kilometers, uh, the railways and the services really tried to bring it down to a sprint. But there's something about that when you sniff victory, right, you yes. cramp those things kind of tend to melt away. It just went away, yeah. Absolutely. And so Pune kind of pulled off uh, uh, a classy move. You know, it took it took guts to be able to make that move at 30k mm. to go. Uh, it took luck uh, for the field not to chase him and uh, for the field to not rate him as a favourite. Mm. But at the end of the day, it took his legs and his courage to kind of stay away. You know, so... Mm. Uh, uh, he may be an accidental road race champion, but uh, definitely uh, one that, uh, you know, went out. Those those last 30k for him was the TT. 
absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. so um, so that was the story of kind of nationals on the men's side at least wonderful it's been an eventful year for the indian cycling and just after that you uh, you and the complete team of the selected went for the south asian games to nepal uh, pokra right yeah so uh, the games was uh, combined kind of held in kathmandu and pokra mm-hmm. um the the uh, events that required uh, the use of the lake you know uh, in pokra like the triathlon yes. um, that were in pokra but a lot of the other sporting events were kind of in around kathmandu yeah mm-hmm. how often does it take place because not many people know about uh, south asian games taking place even if they know they don't know that cycling is a part of it yeah true uh, to be honest you know what i didn't even know about the south asian <laughs> Games. and uh when i knew about the south asian games was we were on the start line of the road race uh championships at nationals and uh-huh. uh federation secretary uh, made an announcement he was like whoever rides well here is going to be selected to the team for the <laughs> south asian games i'm like oh man i was really like, looking, i was really looking forward to an off season after nationals mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they spring this on me i'm It's like you're going to get candies <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> candies and you're going to eat it whether you like it or not and uh, you know for me i was really hoping to take a small break because i've had a massive year after nationals yes. but then this came up and so i had to really string together you know something of a training uh, schedule towards you know south asian games in 3 weeks mm-hmm. um, so the south asian games uh, is uh, um it's all it's a it's a it's a it's a smaller event in terms of scope i would rank it as you know you've got the olympics on top um uh i would put asian games under the olympics because that's a pan asian multi sport yes. event yes. under the south, uh, the asian games i would put the commonwealth games because that's mm. even a smaller kind of collection right. but not necessarily less competitive because you have mm. australian it's it's very strong yes exactly uh, it's top heavy is what the commonwealth mm-hmm. games is uh, and then under that i would put the south asian games so the south asian games is basically um seven countries uh, that compete okay. it's uh, um bangladesh sri lanka uh, pakistan bhutan nepal and uh, the maldives and india so there's seven um okay. and so it's a multi sport event uh, anywhere mm-hmm. from 25 to 30 different sports right. uh, this is the second or third year that cycling has been part of it um, wow. uh, um previously in guwahati in 2016 and before that in sri lanka mm-hmm. um and um uh, it happens every 4 years um like so every 20, other mm. yeah 20 uh, 2016 was the last time and uh, this year it happened earlier because they didn't want to put it in 2020 because of a uh, clash with the olympic uh, right. uh, kind of schedule mm-hmm. uh, so yeah that's kind of a the gist of the south asian games and um, the level and uh, you know how often it happens um another thing is um with uh, with respect to the location so this year it was in kathmandu and pokhara Yes. and uh, it was my first time to nepal and uh, we all have this idea of nepal i think most of us who haven't been have this idea of nepal as the uh, you know the the gateway to the himalayas right and uh, yeah. you imagine you imagine fresh air and um, expanses of mountain <laughs> ranges and you know um, but as soon as we landed in kathmandu um, a lot of it was beautiful it was beautiful in the airport but as soon as we mm. stepped on the city we realized oh man we are in for a crazy 8 days because we had uh, arrived at the venue you know 7 days beforehand um mm. 
um and um yeah the, the first thing that hit you in Kathmandu is just the sheer level of uh dust and particulate matter in the air because yes. uh tourism tourism the growth of tourism and um you know just uh commercialization of the place yes. is meant yes people have just flooded in and um a lot of vehicles on the road um and so that's the first thing that hits you in Kathmandu <laughs> uh but as soon as you get out of the city it's quite it's quite nice it is it's what nice. hmm. you think you imagine it to be um and um as far as the terrain and the weather there fortunately we were there in the mild part of the year so temperatures were pretty good high of 20 hmm. lows of 10 quite favorable yeah quite favorable perfect for sporting and cycling hmm. and uh the terrain there pretty rolling you know kind of uh, kind of like a pune i would say but a little bit more a little bit more uh, a little bit more rolling um and uh, the roads that we raced on for the road events were uh, basically the outer ring road that was basically built by the chinese you know it's just like it looks like you ride <laughs> you ride you ride on the roads through most of nepal and it's all like broken down roads but then you hit this outer ring road section and there's yeah. a board that says this highway is a part uh, is a symbol of chinese nepalese cooperation and then all of a sudden the road gets, the road the road gets super nice and super smooth and i'll give the chinese that they make really damn good roads <laughs> yeah the infrastructure is good i don't know about the products though <laughs> yeah i mean the roads were amazing you know mm. at least part that we raced on mm. as soon as you step onto the <laughs> constructed roads they weren't so good <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but that that was kind of the uh the terrain the scene and the the right. atmosphere there yeah mm-hmm. so talking about the competition how was it uh, when you compare it to the nats or the asian games yeah so the level of competition to be honest at the south asian level with the countries we were competing with going in i knew that uh in road cycling we are the dominant dominant nation mm. sri lanka is our closest competitor uh, their army and air force teams put out some really tough uh, guys yes uh, so i knew going in you know we were favorites um mm. puts on a different kind of pressure you know when you go to the commonwealth games you're like okay you know we are in a shot for a, maybe a top 5 on a good day but here right. going in we knew that we were we were Podium. kind of met- medal favorites you know so that mm. puts a different kind of pressure on yes. uh, there is always pressure <laughs> and uh, you know we are defending south asian games champions in the time trial but uh, the last time we went out we were whooped by the sri lankans in the road race mm-hmm. uh, uh in the mtb side of things uh, nepal is the dominant country you know they they had that favor of the geography well they are yes they had a home turf advantage but they're also really good mountain bike riders because that's mm. their that's their terrain you know and um. so in the mtb side of things india was definitely not the favorites they were definitely in that uh, you know uh, dark horse kind of position right. and so they had something to prove um and the third discipline that was part of the south asian games for cycling was downhill and it's the first time that this was the case and the indian contingent again not the favorites dark horse very much with nepal being the favorites um because mm. they they had the home turf advantage of knowing the course and also being really good downhillers probably some of the best yeah. in asia you know mm-hmm. so um so that was the competitive level that we went in um uh with you know yeah um, and another small thing about the south asian games and just going and performing at games outside india 
is, you know, there's always challenges that you don't expect. And one of the big challenges in Nepal and Kathmandu was training, you know, so we had six, right. seven days before our events and the roads were so bad and the traffic was so bad that for the road team, there was no option to train outside. So what I had to, I was, and this is something I was more proud of than the actual event and the result, which was the way I, uh, the way me and at least uh, Arvind kind of executed our training leading into the time trial, you know, um, it involved spending uh, double sessions in our hotel, in the basement garage, uh, oh, doing one doing one and a half hour trainer mm. sessions and just smashing. Mm. I was, I was smashing myself to bits on the trainer. Like I mm. never have, before, you know, because the thing about fitness, when you're at a high level of fitness, um, if you don't, if you take off days, what happens is your body starts to shut down very quickly. Right. Right. And so you really have to hit it hard. Um, so that, you know, your engine keeps revving, you know, so that on right. race day you right. actually perform. So, more than the result on race day, I, I was really proud of the way we kind of built <laughs> in the six days where we mm-hmm. put in a lot of work, you know, we, um, yeah. And finally the result, fortunately, you know, uh, ended up the way um, we prepared for. So, yeah. Right. So how are the performances uh, overall when you talk about the events that took place? Yeah. So uh, racing started first with the DHs, uh, downhillers. Mm. Um, the boys, two from Pune, Gautam Taude and Slade Gomez, um, they were a little bit nervous. Um, maybe perhaps they get let the pressure of uh, being part of uh, the first time being part of an Indian mm. get to them a bit. And also the Nepalis were damn strong and uh, the Nepalis swept the men's downhill podium with, I think, India in fourth. Slade, Slade was our okay. best player. Mm-hmm. On the women's side, we had a surprise. It was uh, Yashodra. Yashodra Shekhar from Pune, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Ended up with a bronze medal with the Nepalese woman in first and second. And Yashodra, there's a wow. picture of book that uh, Yashodra shared, which a photographer took. <laughs> Yashodra actually had a crash, a really bad crash Is on it? her down run. Yeah. Oh. Ap- Absolutely face planted. And if you look at the photo, you're like, there's no way this person is alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fortunately, she f- face planted into a uh, into a sandy section of the course and she was, she was wearing lucky. the mm. gear. Yeah, she was wearing the protective gear. She picked herself up and she still finished the race. In my opinion, that's one of the most ballsiest rides that we had in the in cycling. Uh, that ended up true, in a positive, a positive story, you know, that ended up on the podium. So um, really awesome ride by her, you know, and uh, um, to pick herself up and finish. Um, and in the the second day of racing, the 5th of December, were the XC races. In the XC races, the men, again, um, as dark horses kind of, you know, weren't able to pull off something special. Uh, Nepal ended up in the top three again. And India was four, five, six, you know. So almost uh, fourth place was almost... Uh, four minutes behind the winner and that was uh fourth fifth six was shivain devender uh and um kiran shivain was happy with his performance uh mm-hmm. they neutral kiran was definitely not satisfied with the way he performed he really felt right. like uh, he could have done a little better but things didn't quite pan out the way mm-hmm. on race day hoped for mm-hmm. um so that was our men's xc on the women's xc another surprise uh pranita soman from pune actually uh Ended up with a bronze medal again for India. Superb. <laughs> she pulled off uh, a really good ride too, you mm-hmm. know, and she was, it was only about 
30 seconds behind uh, uh, the Nepali uh, Usha Kanal, who was in second place. And yeah, perhaps with a little bit more on the training side, I think Pranita could have pulled off, you know, uh, mm-hmm. perhaps even a, you know, but uh, massive kudos to her for pulling off bronze. So that was the second day of racing. On the third day was uh, the men's ITT, the road event. Arvind and I ended up gold and silver. I put in about three minutes to third place and four minutes to fourth place. So it was a dominant. Wow. Mm-hmm. We really, both of us really showed up and absolutely gave it the best we had. And uh, the road race was on the last day. The plan was, (laughs) we had a team of four riders and the plan Mm -hmm. was, we had had two sprinters and we had uh, me as kind of the the driver. And then we had Pune, who was also part of the road race team. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, uh, Pune, unfortunately, because of his injury, wasn't able to perform on race day. In fact, within the first couple of kilometers, he was cramping and he was, you know, essentially we had a three-man team uh, against a really strong four-man Sri Lankan team. And Mm. at one point in the race, you know, there were doubts in my head as to whether we would be able to pull off the win. Um, uh, The tactic of the Sri Lankan team... uh, three riders were assigned to make sure that I did not break away. <laughs> and they left one sprinter. So uh, Satbir, Krishna and me very quickly realized, you know what, we're three against four. Um, uh, and three of the Sri Lankan guys have really just marked me out of the race. Mm. And so instead of looking at it, uh, looking at it as a disadvantage, we said, hey, you know what, this means that Krishna and Satbir, two of our mm. sprinters, can actually do something and sneak away yeah, perhaps. right. So uh, after about halfway in the race, we made the decision to switch our tactic from, you know, maybe trying and setting me up for a breakaway to Mm. me making the race really hard. And that's what I did. Uh, There was nothing but suffering etched on. I made sure that there was nothing but suffering etched on every rider Mm. who wasn't in an Indian jersey. And with about 30k to go, I made kind of a massive move. Three of the Sri Lankans followed me. They were absolutely uh, dead because of following me. Yes. And uh, Satbir set up a counterattack on the left-hand side of the road. And the only Sri Lankan who was left with any legs followed him. And at, after that point, the race really slowed down because Sri Lanka was, to be honest, they were dead. And yes. they, were happy with, they were happy with their one man up the road and mm. put for a silver, you know. Mm. Uh, I knew and Krishna knew that Satbir was the better sprinter, hands down. He's, you know, one of the best sprinters mm. over the past 10 years in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and Satbir pulled it off. It was a two-man breakaway with 30k to go. He pulled it off. He pulled off the win. Um, it was a sprint finish between the two of them. So the only thing that was left on the road was fight for uh, bronze or third place. And uh, my job became to lead out Krishna to try and get that third medal. Yeah. But unfortunately, with about... 200 meters to go in the sprint. Krishna was perfectly positioned on my wheel. I was leading him out. But uh, one of the Sri Lankan and Nepali riders who are completely dead kind of just uh, rode into Krishna yeah, and, and took him out. And with about 200 meters to go, I heard a crash behind me. I didn't look back. Uh, but Krishna had gone down pretty hard. Yeah, So our bronze medal chance kind of slipped away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up print, sprinting for the bronze medal position with a Sri Lankan rider. And the, the Sri Lankan got me at the line because, yeah, you can't lead out a sprint and try to, you know, right. do well in the sprint. So, yeah, I ended up fourth and uh, Sri Lanka got that last medal. But you know what? At the end of the day, our goal was to win. And uh, uh, we did. That. The mission was accomplished. <laughs> That's all that matters. And it looks like a movie, man. <laughs> 
I mean, it was dramatic at some points. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, and in the women's side also, uh, the women really kind of you know stepped up and. Uh, uh data job at uh, getting both those gold medals in the mm. ITT and the road race also um so shobha devi our national champion in the tt um, mm-hmm. won the uh, time trial for the women and um uh, sonali sonali chandu who is, who was second in the women's road race at nationals uh, ended up winning the uh, road race for the women so in the road events we sweeped all the gold so yeah we did our job <laughs> <laughs> wonderful so everyone looks happy with the performance yeah everyone is happy the federation was happy the indian olympic association was happy um because as a sport we did pretty well yes. the road the road kind of you know justified sending us to yes. the games so yeah yes. so what's the way ahead now what's what's next other than you going to sri lanka tonight <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing i did was i really needed a break because it's been a massive year so uh physically also you really need to take the pressure off your body completely if you want to build towards a new level yes uh, but really the next thing on the horizon is uh the asian championships which is march 17th mm-hmm. uh that's 15 weeks away um and um uh, basically there's a lot of work to be done um at least uh from where i stand in terms of you know dialing in my equipment uh bring together sponsors um and on the top of all of this really making sure that i don't um uh sacrifice on the training and and yes. my commitment and these are my last few years in the sport so with every opportunity i get it's becoming less of a oh i'm just happy to be there as part of the indian mm. team and why I'm I'm actually starting to put the pressure on myself saying hey it's time to perform you know um and uh, this will be my my fourth asian championships i will be first selection for the team so the time trial will be my focus and uh, i'm going to try and leave no stone unturned in the quest to you know uh, try and get to that podium um last year cool. we got yeah last year we got to within 45 seconds of the podium in the time trial um so yeah i'm going to take that pressure on me to kind of close that gap down and mm-hmm. hopefully enough you know so um yeah uh, malaysia march 17th asian championships that's what's next superb the asian games look very promising for the indian team and i'm sure you and the lot is going to do great there we're going to put in the work that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> so we'll bring you back that time when we'll be talking about the asian games but thank you for joining in it was a great conversation we tried to sum up the last 6 months in one podcast of 40 minutes it's been awesome <laughs> yeah hopefully that hopefully it worked out and yeah looking forward to catch catching up uh, you know after the asian champs hopefully uh, hopefully we can uh, pull off uh, the plans that exist in our heads and uh, uh, the belief <laughs> <laughs> great great Thank you Navin it's great talking to you always and uh, if you listeners have liked this episode do share it with your friends man it's it's very nice last 6 months summed up in one episode everyone must listen to it what the indian team is doing and rocking in the cycling world of asia i'll be back soon with some more stories some more great experiences of cyclists and other athletes Till then stay tuned stay subscribed on your favorite podcast apps like Apple Podcast Jio Seven Spotify Castbox and yes now we are also on Gana so do subscribe and stay notified I'll keep coming 
Till then, goodbye. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at EP Log Media. And I'm Techno Rohan. Till then, goodbye. See ya.